2: Hello and welcome to Blue Jays Today, where we always have something to say about the Blue Jays. I'm your host, Adam Peddle.
0: And I am your host, Nick Palayalong. And today for you guys, we have Fenway Faithful coming on. I just want to remind you guys, before we get to that, please like, and subscribe our videos. Mm -hmm. We so need that badly. We're poor. We just went to university. We need money. And your subscription really makes it... (laughs) very generous to us yes, so it, please do that it helps us a bit
2: closer towards monetization which is great. which is like
0: a dream that i've had one day mm-hmm. monetizing
2: monetization we just we're actually one percent of the way there in our viewership and uh three percent of the way there in our subscribers so keep on watching and
0: keep on clicking subscribe wow three percent we're <laughs> getting there soon we're getting there <laughs> But anyways, yeah, today mm. we have another podcast on, and it's Fenway Faithful Sports. And mm. their big thing is they're talking about the Red Sox. Mm.
2: And the Red Sox, as we all know, are in our division. And they're the one team that we're going to have to beat, and actually, when this video is uploaded, today, we are going to be facing Boston Red Sox in an exhibition game before mm-hmm. the season. This so, is
0: where we got to lay down the line. We (laughs) got to say, hey, guys, you don't want to mess with us because we're going to be messing with you this season. Is that Fenway? (laughs) All
2: right, guys. So coming on air right now, we have Fenway Faithful. Fenway Faithful, boys. How you guys doing? Hey, what's up, guys?
0: Thanks for having us on. And no problem. gentlemen. So you guys have your own podcast as well. Are we talking exclusively about Boston Red Sox, or you guys talk about other stuff, too?
1: Uh, this has been all Red Sox. Season one, we uh, experimented and covered everything in sports, and our episodes was like three hours long per episode. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little OD, not too much. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Our, our podcast was all Red Sox. Me and this guy are big Red Sox fans. We were drunk at a bar one night. And like, Let's do a fucking podcast at the <laughs> Dude, like, that no is mean-
0: literally how it starts, bro. Yeah,
2: like yeah. I mean, literally, me and him were just hanging out one night, and
3: all we do is just, you know, as buddies, just talk baseball. And uh, after a few years, you know, the name of my baseball came out, and we're like, you know what, man, screw it. We can either sit on it or we can just go for it. And here we are. So with this season in particular, we just decided for the Red Sox fans that we were just going to stick to Red Sox baseball primarily. And, I mean, it has kicked off. Um, You know, our episodes are getting a lot of views, a lot of listens, and now we've even incorporated uh, sponsors now. So, I mean, talk about a send-off for for 2020.
1: Very good. good. That's awesome. made it a positive somehow yeah so yeah like, now baseball is bad, so who the fuck ain't ready
2: for that yeah <laughs> seriously that's good I you guys like got it. sponsors and everything too that's something that we're working towards
3: working. yeah i mean uh thanks to mo here you know he's uh he's the guy he's the i just call myself the voice that's it <laughs> well, uh, behind the scenes blogs and and talking to sponsors and just you know networking is, is everything uh yeah. for yeah. podcasting and just getting you you know getting your uh your voice out there so yeah yeah like when I reached out to
1: you guys and you guys asked why you know little podcasts like this that I do these podcasts to make them grow and to help each other and you're Blue Jay fans Red Sox fans we have two things in common one we love baseball and two fuck the Yankees yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? Right? absolutely exactly. and that's well, how you know we gotta help each other and, you know this process will come and, and just keep working like you guys are you guys are doing great you yeah absolutely up there. well thank it was you it like I am just like just okay. following each other Right
4: away, I was like, we got to
1: get these guys on. Yeah. And that made sense. Yep. You guys started following us. Blue Jays are playing the Red Sox in two exhibition games.
0: It's fucking baseball season, boys. Hey, we there we go. Fun. That's what we are talking yeah, about. Yeah, let's talk about that, man. <laughs> Our team playing your team. Who's going to win these, like, fucking uh, preseason games right now? What do we think, well, gentlemen? It's weird because, like... Nasty Nate-in pitcher for us, real in pitcher for you. Yeah, and
1: it's only two. So yeah. like, I go to spring training every year, and it's like after the fifth inning, number 98 pitching is number 91, and you have no interest. Yeah. Right? So I don't know how to do these two games. Are they going to play four innings of real baseball and five innings of the backups?
0: Just yeah, whatever. It's
3: going to be interesting. Well, I think one thing that kind of threw things out of a loop is. I mean, obviously Toronto is going to be visiting Boston College for the two uh, spring training games. Right. Um, but I think this is an opportunity for both teams to kind of go out there and see what potential they have as far as their young players, all the way up to you know the veterans on the team. Uh, but this is these are two teams that have a lot of young players. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited to see yeah, well, you know, what's going to happen on the mound behind the plate. You know. Uh, and I'm I'm looking forward to it, especially yeah. with you know with the young studs you guys have now. Yeah, you know, I said it last season, and I,
1: I've been saying it to him, I'm excited for us to play, but I'm excited to watch your young core play.
3: Absolutely, yeah. see what I'm gonna do with you, you know, Gladdy, like, Vigio. You know, like it's
2: it's crazy, like how like much we hear like from other sports teams that like how excited they are just to watch us play. And like you can't even you can't even
0: imagine how excited we are. Like the well, ceiling is is so high, and it feels good as a Blue Jays fan to know that it's like this isn't like me like with my Blue Jays bias going. It's like okay, like one day we're gonna be good, man. No, it's <laughs> like it's like the league has decided these guys actually have some young talent and some potential right now, and you know it might not be this year, it might not even be next year, but I can promise you, boys. One year soon, you would better watch out for the Toronto <laughs> motherfucking Blue Jays, brother.
3: I mean, listen, it happened for the Red Sox, it happened for the Cubs. You know what I mean? Why, not? Why can't I have the perfect Toronto Blue Jays? Yeah, and it's not like it's been forever either, you know? But yeah, yeah. I definitely see that happening. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you guys have been happy too. Your ownership spent
1: some money getting a Ryu this year. Yes. That's a good deal for you. But Very happy, years. obviously. it's never struggled. It's been the pitch that you guys really struggled. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Agreed. Agreed. That,
2: that, like it, the biggest holes is our definitely our pitching rotation. Obviously, our bullpen is going to get a lot weaker once Giles leaves, which we're going to talk about in another podcast. Yeah, it's very possible
0: we're going to trade him for something hopefully good. And the then piece. our outfield definitely. That's why we made that Reynolds video because we were like, we need we need something else. I, yeah. Asking for
2: more bats is Dude, yeah, we were
0: but, actually right before this video, right before we got on. Uh, like I literally turned to Adam and I was like, God damn man. I want Alex Verdugo.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, for for us, when when we ended up landing Verdugo, I mean, when you lose a player uh, like Mookie Betts, I mean, first of all, that's tough enough to deal with yeah. as it is. I pulled the along
4: with him. Yeah, yeah, of course, and along with him, David Price, which even just made it worse, especially coming off uh, you know
3: World Series and losing two key guys like that. It really sucked. It wasn't ideal, but we understand, after all, it is a business. Um, But Manny Verdugo, a young talent, he's got many years ahead of him. Um, I think he has a lot of room to grow as a professional. And I think the Red Sox organization is a place that he can absolutely do that. And, I mean, he has
1: made that active roster, and he made the opening day uh, list. So, I mean, I, I think... We have a uh, lot to look forward to. And we got Sheeter Downs in that
2: deal, too. So oh, yeah. Yeah, Sheeter
1: Downs with that as as Oh, tell, tell us about, he he about guys, him. Russell, what
2: tell, tell us about him. Like, we actually, I'm not too familiar with this guy. Sheeter Downs is, a, is the highest, one of the highest prospects in the Red Scott system at all
1: baseball. So he's really high up clear. We were surprised to get him in that deal. but it's He'll probably be up in two years. Oh, okay. Matthews, okay. Oh. Yeah, he's really hot. Did your guys' roster get officially put in yet or no?
2: Uh, not yet, not yet. We, yeah. We're still sitting on that like sixty-player pool. But um, like, I'm, what I'm really hoping is that we can. Like, I, I see it very unrealistic because we literally just drafted this guy. But just kidding, putting Austin Martin to get playing time, yeah, because he is 21. He's older and like he fit perfectly. Even if he was just a bench guy, just with the team. I would wish that he would be included in the roster. Well, and,
0: like, this season's the best season, I think, right now. Like, the best opportunity to be like, man, screw it. Like, just give the kid a shot, right? It's 60 games. Like, mm-hmm. this could just be, like, a trial and error season for all we know. Like, I- I'm not sure, bro. But, like, obviously the kid's got talent. Like, I want to see him have a couple of bats, like, at least. You yeah.
1: Know? Sure. <laughs> you would start his clock right away and just start paying him.
0: Um, that's a good question, actually. Like, I yeah, know, like,
3: it's, it's
1: Baseball is a business, right? Like, glad going to come up for, what, 17 games last year because it delayed his clock. Right, so when right. you start
0: yeah. right away, that is true. That is, that is true. true. It's something that, like, the organization is going to need to look at. Like, we're actually doing very, like, something similar with Nate Pearson right now. Mm. Like, he's definitely going to be coming up into the rotation at some point this season. But they're going to, I they're I already know that they're going to, they're going to choose not to have him for the first week. Yeah. Just because we literally gain an extra year of service time with this guy. And I mean, like, you, like, what am I going to take? One start of Nate Pearson or a whole year of Nate Pearson? Like, yeah. I'm going to take a whole <laughs> fucking year of Nate Pearson. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, so Mo and I actually discussed something similar on our past episode about starting young players or whether or not they're going to get that playing time. For example, our uh, third and fourth draft pick, I believe uh, Jordan Blaze and Nicky York, they both got signed a couple weeks ago. I think the top was, what, $2.2 million? And, I mean, mm-hmm. these kids, amazing prospects. And he spent some time in the minors. Not yet How long was it? Um, yeah, maybe yeah. Year, right but you know just from his experience you know no matter how good you are you're still young and you still have to build that experience so most ball clubs unless they're really desperate you're gonna go spend some time in the farm that's uh, so you prove yourself that you're ready to go to the show that's um and I, I think as you know when you're sitting in that dugout you know yeah players are responsible for what happens on the field but as the skipper you got to know which is the best guy to put in that position. Absolutely. And and also, the hard part of this year is
1: you guys have points, let them play for exposure, for games. I would not want to be drafted in the miners right now because mm-hmm. you got drafted. There's no rookie ball, there's no rookie camps. there's no low A, there's no single A, there's nothing. Which doesn't really affect the guys in double or triple A. Is this is another year off for them to work at home and get ready. But we are in low A and rookie ball. That's the hardest years of your life because you go from college where a guy may throw 94 to 90 to where gonna guy guys consistently 95, 94, secondary pitches, third pitches. Yeah. So it's rough. I, know, I get what yeah. you're saying, but I would just keep him, keep him off to the side. Don't start his clock because another thing is you bring him up. Say he has 40 at-bats. He strikes out 20 of the 40.
4: That's Maybe true, just yeah.
1: three hits. Confidence going into a full year next year is just in the shit house. You don't you don't want to kill a young guy like that. That's, yeah, you That's fair. You, you definitely don't want him
0: to get into his head. You know, I, I understand that absolutely. Yeah, I, I think like maybe maybe from our perspective, it, it'd be a great opportunity for him to to get some exposure with the, the guys, the team as a whole. But maybe not thrown into that, you know, like big league atmosphere, like one hundred percent yet. Because you're right, he's he's a young kid. He might not be ready for that, eh? Yeah. Yeah, you
3: want you want to keep that confidence up and going, mm-hmm. you know, for when that moment when you do need him.
0: You know, that kid's coming hot out the tunnel. Yeah, yeah he, he's ready to go. He's, oh, yeah. gone, he's ready to so. go. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So
2: I want to ask you guys, what do you guys think about the division this year? Do you guys think you're gonna Beat us, go, come in third place, maybe even win the division. Or you guys think uh, you might slip I'll, I'll up the fourth? I'll you go
3: first? Because I <laughs> have my own take on not only the division but
1: just baseball all around. So yeah, I'll let you go first. So right. The division's up in the air because the Evil Empire really isn't that good as people put them up. The <laughs> uh, and, and with you guys, you guys being in that bubble of being a mediocre or good team. It just made things so much better. Uh, obviously, the Orioles suck. Yeah, right? <laughs> they're not
2: even in question.
1: <laughs> the, Rays, the, Rays, the Rays are going to be there. They're trying. and now They're trying. And now you guys there, it's going to be a talk. Uh, the 10 games we play each other is going to be intense. It's going to yeah. be great. And honestly, it's all about what you guys do more than what we do against the Evil Empire. And more with the race to against them because you're like that that wild card team. Yeah. Okay, we're the Luke skywalker. We're to the Red Sox we're back and forth, back and forth, right? So right. so I, I see us in a second place or first place
3: pitch. Yeah.
1: Because the one thing we're noticing we talked about in our last episode, they're building the pitching that nobody knows about. So everybody has a written off. And the last few times the Red Sox written off like this was 13 and 18, and we know what happened. And yeah, even in yeah. 16 and 17. When they wrote
0: off the Red Sox, oh, they're, they're not that good they're not that good, they won the division. So I'm going mm. nice team. Well, here's here's my GM thing, game. brother. I, 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 I want I to hear happened? about that pitching because I'm going to be honest. I am one of those guys who have written off the Red Sox pitching, not the lineup. I think that the lineup is top, fan, top five in the league, in my opinion. Like your batting yes, lineup is. is elite. But your pitching, in my opinion, from looking at the surface stats – needs a little bit of work. So tell me, like, what what are you guys doing to, to make that happen?
1: Well, everybody looks at Nathan O'Claude here. Maybe they from last year. Mm. But the guy, about this last year too, the guy only had those numbers last year because they weren't in it. They believed, they kind of sold, sold themselves short. They were done. They were shopping with Mookie the whole second half of the season. And when he got off his elbow surgery, they didn't want to have him go pitch in triple A, let him pitch in the pits, let him get a big lead. Experience, big league debuts. We're still paying the guy 25 million a year to let him get that exposure. Not working. So, as a baseball player and a baseball fan, it makes sense. But as a naive fan, as I, that fucking guy sucks. His ERA is in the fives. Right. he was doing was putting in work. You know, if he had 90 pitches for three, they were pulling him. If he had 90 pitches in nine, they were letting him stay in. Where this year you're gonna see more and older, age quality. You're gonna see the experience. So that's our one
3: star. Now, also, uh, it was just announced, I think, two days ago that uh, Irod's been uh, cleared COVID, so he's ready to get back in action. that. We but like Irad? that I noticed since the offseason um, was that the new president of operations for baseball, Ryan Bloom, this is a guy that has been focusing on that bullpen. Um, you know, he's new to the organization, and when we saw him at the we had a chance to go to uh, – uh, town Hall discussion if you will and he, he really made that you know is I was brought here to make this organization better Just as any anybody would say, you know, but he has emphasized a lot on the pitch I mean he just picked up a picture well less than a week and a half ago just to throw it to the rotation So the depth is there. I think it's just gonna take time for us to find out who are the top six or seven guys they're gonna utilize as far as you know when it goes to, to serious moments. And not just with us, we're gonna
1: see a lot of this it. all people. You're gonna see a lot of openers this
4: year. Yeah. You
1: may see like a right side of two We're gonna have Awadi, Erod, probably Maza, or Perez, right? So that's our pick for her. and Perez was on a team won hundred games last year. He's a good pitcher. He mm. pitched it at Fenway Park. His numbers at Fenway Park are like video game last year. He's under a <laughs> one ERA. He has a lot of strikeouts, and he has a lot of outs. And his innings is averaging around seven. So that's a solid pickup. That everybody's like, ah, he's not that good at ZRAs and the fours. But at Fenway, he pitches. And that's all you got to do is pitch at Fenway. So they have four good starters, and then they have a lot of openers that are available.
2: And here's another thing. Like, you you know Matt (laughs) Shoemaker. So we have Matt Shoemaker, and, like, I remember, like, he was coming off an injury and, like, he hasn't pitched in a while. It was kind of like up in the air. Like, what is this guy going to do? And that was one thing I was looking for. And then he hit big in the beginning. I think his ERA was like, like under two for the first month. He gets injured. And now it's another question mark. Is he going to do it again? We don't know. So, like,
1: but his for, injury wasn't pitching. It was when he rolled his ankle
2: out of the Oh, yeah. It was in Oakland. Oh, yeah. It was it, so it, bad. Yeah. It was, it
1: was just stunning. It wasn't man. like he blew his arm
2: out. Yeah.
1: I think Shoemaker's been yeah. the best pitcher.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Honestly, like, he's one of my, like, definitely sleepers on the Blue Jays that, like, could be that number two. Like, he's in our number four right now because we have Anderson and uh, Roark uh, being that number two and three. But I think Shoemaker's is just a better pitcher than both those guys. Yeah, agreed. Well,
3: so I, I have a question, you know, with, with the recent announcement that, unfortunately, there won't be any baseball in Toronto. What's, what's the energy there like? I mean, for us in the States, you know – Even though Fenway Park is technically, they're not allowed to be there, we could still sit outside of a stadium or something, whether they're playing the Yankees or the Mets, it's just a drive away. How's that feeling out there, as far as knowing, you know, they're not going to be anywhere around?
0: I mean, I think, like, the people that I've talked to anyways, it seems like we're more or less just, like, kind of, like, feeling for the players right now, like, you, you got to put it in perspective it's like these like toronto kids like these young guys cuz our team is so young man it's like they're literally like going to have to spend like months away from home like in a yeah. hotel like in places that they're not comfortable with and and i feel like we haven't even touched on enough like will that affect their play maybe you know it's like the like the oh, off field right, right. stuff like really does impact like these young kids so i i just feel for them man it's like the sense that like They're not even going to get an opportunity to, like, you know, be, like, where they're comfortable or in their own home or with their families. So, like, that's really kind of shitty in my opinion.
2: And I think just commenting on, like, the decision in in general just to not play in Toronto. Like, you you had the Ontario government uh, approve, but they had to get approval from the federal. And the federal government denied us. So, and I I can understand where it's coming from. You know, you have... One Canadian team, then, you know, obviously the, the situation in the States is much heightened, more heightened than the situation in Canada. So, you know, we're, we're doing well, we're on the downswing, and and then you have the idea to the federal government going, hey, let's bring up 29 teams with 60, you know, plus people, staff and personnel. It's like, it, they, they immediately get freaked out and like, right. oh, like, no. Which, it's totally gettable, get it, I get it, but... I would have liked to see it happen as a fan, but it is what it is.
3: Yeah, I think it's something to deal with as a fan, one. And two, you know, think about it. It's a 60-game uh, season, which means these every team's going to be rolling day after day. It's baseball after baseball. These guys are not going to be resting the way they should be. They're not going to have, you know, those – just wind, you know, just relax at home kind of days. Talk about sitting in a hotel for months and months on it. Yeah. So that's not comfortable yeah. to them. And I ultimately think that's something that's it could take effect. Hopefully it doesn't, but I can I
1: can understand that that can come from. As a uh, as an outsider, what do you guys want to see him play? Buffalo or Florida?
2: Oh, honestly not Florida. not Florida. No, yeah. uh, I mean like we we all know like like as soon as they touch base in Dunedin, a bunch like a bunch of cases come up, and like yeah, sure, it may it happen again. Who knows? It may, if it doesn't, sure. it doesn't. I
3: wouldn't. I would I would've, I would've want the boys in Florida. Yeah. I, I think Buffalo's a place.
2: Like, yeah, Buffalo. Yeah. You know, and yeah. like you know, Buffalo's in New York. New York's kind of just figuring figuring their stuff out, and but Florida hasn't really got on board. So I would have been much more comfortable. I would.
0: I would also say too, like definitely Buffalo, because like. Let's think about the boys who literally came out of Buffalo like very recently, like last year. Like you got Vladdy, you got Bijou, you got Bichette. All these guys are comfortable in this environment, you know. That's, that's like good it's, point. it's it's like they're gonna feel like they're going back home. And like I don't know if you guys know, but Vladdy hit three eighty one when he was at <laughs> in home <Buffalo>. over there. <laughs> Obviously that was the minors, but yeah. hey man, like you know, like the, that plays into your mindset. You get confidence when you're when you're back in a place like yeah, that. The good you know? times. So, <laughs> That's very so, now you put us in the top five of all offenses. Where do you put your own team? Uh, we uh, we actually uh, did a, a a video on this man yeah. the other day, and and I got to admit, you know, like like some Blue Jays bias played into it, but we are not there yet, gentlemen. <laughs> We're not
2: in the top ten. What we'd like to see. We'd like to see top 15, like literally 15. Like put us right in the middle at the end of this year. As a Blue Jays fan, I'll be happy with that. Last year, we were definitely not top 15. No, we were, we like, were arguably the
0: worst. Five. Like,
2: yeah. We were so we garbage. Yeah,
0: like we literally had the worst batting average in uh, the MLB, bro. Like yeah. Miami, Detroit, all these people are better than us. Like that is embarrassing. It's <laughs> just
2: straight up embarrassing. <laughs> so.
0: But we well, listen,
2: hope for a better. Listen. Toronto is doing something right because you guys, at least,
3: I mean, I'm not presently, but you're putting asses in those seats. You know? Yeah. So, yes. and I mean, I think a lot of it can be because of Laddie and, you know, Bechet and some of the younger guys. You guys are obviously grabbing the attention of people. And that's, quite frankly, all you need. Yeah. You know, compared to like uh, a ball club like the Marlins, where those seats don't even get filled. No. no. They close off sections of the stadium. And I know Jeter's down there, and he's trying to rebuild that ball club, but Toronto's still got something going. Oh, so yeah. So I don't see it oh. being a while from now until you guys
2: definitely make that top 15. Man, I don't know
3: I if mean, you have- I think- man, I ownership's going to do what they need to do to get there.
2: Yeah, like, man, I don't know if you guys ever right. been to the Rogers Center, but, like – it, when we are hype about something, it is loud. And it you can feel it, You're, and even on even on TV, you can hear it. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a lot of if you money. if you saw Vladdy's debut, it was like a playoff game. Every pitch he took, a, even when he took a ground ball, it was like 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 it was literally like a game winning play in the playoffs.
3: Well, we we were watching. I think it was that game, and just him warming up. Everybody started taking pictures and. Sign, he's trying to sign as many autographs as possible, and I'm like, when was the last time you seen a breakout kid like this?" With th-? I mean, yeah, granted, it's Vladdy, you know, son, but yeah, it's just wild. Oh, you guys got that going for you, boys. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I, like I feel like we should like wrap it up soon, but I have one sure. more question for you guys. Like we've been talking about this, and we're actually gonna make a post on our Instagram about this, like to see what the world thinks but obviously you had an insane breakout year from Rafael Devers last year. I should know because I was the, I was the dumb idiot who dropped him on my fantasy team right before he broke <laughs> <worked> out <laughs> and regretted it, all right? So I know all about Devers. If you guys are building a baseball team, who would you rather have, Rafael Devers or, Ra- or Vladdy Guerrero Jr.? Whoa. Whoa.
1: Whoa. 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 Yeah. Oh, wow. oh yeah. I'll I will i i let you take I'll be biased on this one. I'll, you guys are biased I'm
3: taking
1: will
3: take in Rafi 'cause I'm biased. Yeah, yeah that's
2: awesome. um Rocky's twenty two, Bladdy is He's twenty one now,
0: it was twenty last year. Yeah, he's got he's got a year, You got a year on him. I mean see it's hard because like Laddie is good and so is Devers. And see for us, the first Devers we
1: have to see. He came off the bench in Yankee Stadium, 40 man roster, and Chapman's pitching for at 102. And he had a ball four hundred feet off avoid. Like it was wow. nothing. A, seeing that made him special to me, so I'm taking I'm taking Rap. Right yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Honestly. Because, like, you're like, um
3: I, I, I kind of had a moment to kind of process that. As much as I love and respect uh, Laddie Jr., I think he has a very, very future ahead of him. I'm going to go with Rafi. Uh, let's not forget, Rafi does have a ring. He's been, he has postseason experience. And I think at the age of 22, he has some a little bit of leadership that can exemplify through that because of his experience. So if I'm going to build a team based off of that, I'm going to have to take my boy Rafi Devers.
0: And just, but uh, this would I mean bet. I don't love Vladdy mm. And just
1: one more thing. Uh, I would add to that. I don't see Vladdy staying at third base this whole game. Oh, yeah.
0: Where I'm, he's I'm, he's moving well over first. first. Yeah. They they decided yeah. this season anyways, like, he's going to be primarily at first now. Yeah. yeah. So. NDH. Yeah. Which there is – that's we, we
2: kind of expected that. And, like, we have prospects coming up that are going to be third baseman anyways. Mm-hmm. So, it's like,
1: right. we might as well make the switch happen, man. Yeah. Right. I mean but so I see another Switch right in BH a lot. So if I'm gonna build a team, I just wanna know I have
0: that guy there instead work another the other That's true. And so yeah, I would not know that. covered
1: class.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I,
0: I think I think realistically, gentlemen, like yeah. there's honestly almost no wrong answer in that question because right. from my perspective, like I think that both of these players for the next, like, decade, we're going to see a lot of good stuff All come right. out of Devers. We're going to see a lot of good stuff come out of Vlad, you know?
2: It's going to be like Vlad and Devers show, like, back and forth. <laughs> yeah. you know yeah, what I mean? So we said we had our, our placing of our team
0: coming in second,
1: maybe first. Where do you guys put the Blue Jays at?
0: Um, I mean, uh, we, we made, like, a pretty, pretty realistic predictions. We put them at fourth. Um, also, just behind the Red Sox. Yeah, just behind you guys. We had you guys at third. Uh, like we, we put the sadly the Yankees winning the, the division. I hate that we did that. Uh, <laughs> and then we got the Rays as well. Like the Rays pitching uh, core to me, like their pitching staff is just so elite. Um, so yeah,
1: it could be built for them. With their starters and their bull Rays could be scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: that's what's going to drive them. And when you, if Rays get into a postseason like uh, series you have three pitchers, you know, in the first series, you got four in the next, like you're good. You're gonna, you're gonna Damn dominate. Man. Yeah. You're gonna dominate.
0: No, it, 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 it is a lot. I, I think from, for our perspective, we just want our boys to, to go roughly 500. Yeah. If, if we yeah. can have a, a 500 season, then that would be a great developmental year for our whole team. Yeah. And then I think next year we're going to be coming in and people are going to be talking about us as more of a force, you know? Yeah.
3: Agreed. Not absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: Boys, I can't wait for the season, guys. Honestly, I, I wanna, I wanna beat you guys. You know,
0: <laughs> I wanna, I want us to take that push, right but, back at oh. you. Oh, no oh yeah, <laughs> we should uh, we should uh, link up and do another like a recap video, like after like a couple couple games into the season, yeah. you know, like yeah. see see yeah. how the Red Sox are doing, see how the Jays are doing, you know.
2: Definitely after our first series for sure. We got we got to talk yeah. about that. Yeah, man.
0: Absolutely, guys. It's been
3: awesome. It has, it has, been it has gentlemen.
0: So lovely to talk to you guys, Fenway faithful. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep grinding. We love your stuff. Thank you guys. Nice,
3: guys. Thanks for having us. Nice shout out to you guys. Thank you.
0: No problem, boys. Take care. Later. Okay, guys. So there you have it. Fenway Faithful Sports. So thankful that they got on the podcast mm. with us today. Had a little bias towards the Red Sox, but, yeah. you know, that's the team. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? So yeah.
2: anyways, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so to saying boys during that podcast, Right, call. right. Um,
0: Felt like a boy during
2: that. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Uh, so what do you guys think? You think Blue Jays are going to top the division, or you think it's going to be the Red Sox? Let us know in the comments down below. Thanks for watching. And go Jays go.
4: How should you plan for when your home becomes too small? Or when the next one gets too big? At Sandy Spring Bank, we're here to help create personalized solutions for financing your home loan, whether it's a new home or refinance, renovation or addition, fixer-upper or new build. Banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your mortgage. Visit SandySpringBank.com mortgage. Mortgage home equity and other credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank, Equal Housing Lender. it.